This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, December 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Yanley. Here's today's headlines. Tax bill details coming. Trump looks to tighten SNAP. Reg reform goal exceeded. And pesticide worker protections get new look. Congressional Republicans released the final details today of the sweeping tax bill that they hope to push through the House and Senate next week. Republicans were still nailing down some key details of the bill yesterday, that according to one Senate source. One of the items to be settled was a new deduction for farmer cooperatives. North Dakota Senator John Hoven, who has been working on the issue for weeks, tells AgriPulse that the final provision should largely offset the loss of the Section 199 deduction, which would be repealed under the bill. For farmers concerned about losing their state and local income tax deduction, there was good news on that front. The bill would allow both state and local income taxes and property taxes to count against a $10,000 deduction limit. That, according to Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady, Texas Republican. Now, follow AgriPulse.com for updates on the tax bill. SNAP work requirement under review. The Trump administration is looking into tightening work requirements for able-bodied adults who get food stamps. USDA's new regulatory agenda says the department will seek public input on the rules for state waivers from the work requirement in the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program. USDA says, quote, moving individuals to work is the, quote, best solution to poverty. Under the law, SNAP beneficiaries usually can't be out of work for more than three months in every three years. However, states can get waivers from that time limit during periods of high unemployment or job scarcity. USDA did not provide a timetable for proposing changes to the waiver rules. Six states, plus Guam, the Virgin Islands, and the District of Columbia, currently have statewide waivers from the three-month time limit for unemployment. Twenty-seven other states have partial waivers that are limited to economically struggling areas within the states. Keep in mind, the move by the Trump administration comes as Congress is getting ready to write a new farm bill. The House Agriculture Committee is under pressure from conservatives to use the bill to tighten the SNAP work requirement. The USDA effort would appear to dovetail with what lawmakers will be considering. USDA to continue cutting regulations in 2018. One of the first things President Trump did after taking office was to sign an executive order mandating that federal agencies eliminate two regulations for every new one added. Naomi Rao of the Office of Management and Budget says the Trump administration went far beyond that mandate in fiscal year 17, eliminating 22 regulations for every new one. So the administration is raising the bar in fiscal 18 to 3D regulations for every new one. USDA is on track to reach that new goal. The department will be working on a total of 76 rules and 44 of them are considered deregulatory in nature. One example of the deregulatory efforts USDA is working on would cut requirements on child and adult care centers to prove every month that they are eligible to participate in the school lunch program. EPA Revisiting Pesticide Worker Protections EPA is going to rework some of the regulations that the Obama administration put in place to protect farm workers when handling pesticides. 
The provisions that are under review include one allowing designated representatives of workers to demand records from farms on pesticide usage. EPA also says it will reconsider minimum age requirements for handling pesticides and rules for application exclusion zones. Farm groups want the agency to eliminate the provision requiring producers to turn over pesticide records to a lawyer or other representative of a farm worker. Frank Gasparini, the executive vice president of the National Council of Agriculture Employers, says the provision would expose farms to fishing expeditions by any advocacy groups that can talk a current or former farm worker into designating them as a representative. He said no one objects to giving the records to a worker or medical professional who needs them. Paul Schlegel of the American Farm Bureau Federation says EPA's age limits should be left to states. Two EPA nominees confirmed another withdrawals. The Senate has confirmed David Ross to serve as the assistant administrator for EPA's Office of Water, where he'll play a lead role in writing a new Waters of the U.S. rule. Ross has been serving as director of the Environmental Protection Unit in the Wisconsin Department of Justice. Also confirmed yesterday, Matthew Leopold, a former general counsel of the Florida Department of Environmental Protection, to be EPA's general counsel. But President Trump is looking for another nominee to run the EPA Chemical Office, which regulates pesticides. Michael Dorson has withdrawn his name in the face of opposition from some Republicans, as well as Democrats. Dorson, a toxicologist, had been the target of fierce criticism from environmental, food safety, and worker safety groups because of his work for chemical companies. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York says his ties to the chemical industry made clear that he was unfit for the job. Groups appeal for FY18 funding boost. More than 70 farm organizations and other groups are asking congressional leaders to increase the spending limit for USDA in fiscal 18. The request comes as Republicans and Democrats are negotiating higher caps for defense and non-defense spending as a prelude to a budget agreement in January. The groups say that agriculture, which includes FDA, should get a 5% share of the overall increase for domestic spending. Here's today's He Said It. They're getting away with screwing the farmer, screwing rural Americans, and Sonny Purdue is just wrong. That's Joe Maxwell, executive director of the Organization for Competitive Markets, which is suing the Agriculture Secretary for withdrawing an Obama-era rule that would have made it easier for livestock and poultry producers to challenge industry contracting practices. Industry groups argued that the rule would have disrupted practices that benefit producers. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, December 15th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.